appreciate all of you being here, being faithful. And I, I'm going to, I know it's almost uh, six o'clock and I went long this morning and I, but I, I really want to uh, mainly uh, just ask you to be reasonable. Will, will you do that this, this, the rest of this year and the next year? Just be reasonable. You know, that, that's, that's my request, is that we should be reasonable. And I want you to find, I'm going to show you what that says in the word of the Lord, to be reasonable. Um, you know, and I know that involves a lot of our own, you know, maybe reasoning. And we, we have like, okay, I'm going to try to figure it out. And I, I'm going to find out what's reasonable. And um, <clears throat> we... We do that all the time, I, I, I have to say, and, and that's not bad. That's, that's a, a good skill to have, to, to being able to reason and to make decisions and to be able to have uh, inductive, deductive, uh, et cetera, et cetera, logic and, and so forth. And, uh, you know, um, we, as uh, I would say to you that being able to reason, uh, let us sit down, reason together, and and let us figure out that that ability to be reasonable and to figure out well what what do I need to do? How do I need to do it? What what goes on? And um, that's that's all part of our uh, growth and development and using our reasoning skills and, and et cetera, et cetera. But according to the word of the Lord, Romans the 12th chapter, first couple of verses, and I could preach a long time on these. I've preached some on these before, but um, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Paul did not mince words when he talked about this. And for those of you who just have read Paul and his letters and know about it, he was, he was very specific about his use of words. He was very intentional. In fact, one place he said, about Abraham, the blessing was to his seed, not seeds, plural. He was so meticulous in saying, you, you have to understand, this is exactly. And so he says that there is a reasonable service. And then be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now, I know some people think that there are three wills of God. There's the good will, the acceptable will, and the perfect will. And that may be, you know, you may be able to make a point in case that, you know, some things the Lord accepts, some things he calls uh, good and perfect and so forth. And yet here we, we see Paul use the word uh, logikos, logikos or logikos, uh, for reasonable, reasonable. And when you go to blueletter.com and you punch Logikos and you say, how many times was that used in the Bible? Only two times. Only one more time 
is it used, and, it, and it's not used by the Apostle Paul. So trying to figure, it, it obviously that word, L-O-G-I-K-O-S, is very similar to what we would say is logic, you know? The word logic, where does that come from? But that was not the depth of the meaning of the word logikos. So, so where else is the word logikos mentioned? So let's, let's click blueletter.com and there it is. First Peter, the second chapter in the first three verses. Here it is. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby, if so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Logikos. Now, where is that there? All of you Bible scholars, figure out, Blue Letter Bible, click. Where's Logikos in those three verses? Because it's there. Simon Peter used it right there. Where is reasonable there? Lay aside all malice and guile and hypocrisies and envies and evil speakings. Well, let's punch it up and let's see. Guess where it is? Sincere milk of the word. Logikos. So, what that means is, the word of God is, in fact, reasonable. Your logic is not reasonable, but the word of God is reasonable. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> so what that tells you is that when your logic doesn't line up with the then your logic is unreasonable. Because this is what's reasonable. Oh, but I don't, I think God, and I, I, I just, you know, I think God wants me to, is that what his word says? Well, I think God really meant, huh? When my logic supersedes this, it's idolatrous. I'm sorry. I am using my logic as being greater than this book. Now you say, well, pastor, but you don't understand. I, I don't, you know, it doesn't, what, it doesn't make sense to, you know, the Lord dealt with, I, I mentioned, 
you know, for Sister Marley to say, I want to come and I just want to be in service. That doesn't, that's not logical, Sister Marley. That's not, makes sense. That's a lot of driving. That's a lot of miles. That's a lot. But you know what? I, I just feel like right now I need to be there and be of help and be of service. And the Lord, you, I, I can go through and tell you all kinds of folks that, you know, would say it doesn't make sense to, you know, come to the altar and what is it going to help to pray and what's it going to help to have it. I, it doesn't, but you know what? The Bible says, you know, bear you one another's burdens and, you know, have prayer. All the, it doesn't, what, what? This is what's reasonable. Believe it or not, this is what the reasoning is. And so when you are able to look, and, and the Bible is full of stories, and I know my time, it's, it's, it's late, but, you know, I could go on and on and on and talk about stories where <clears throat> unreasonable requests from the Lord was a doorway into the supernatural to a miracle. Just simply because the Word of God said it, you come out of the boat. Bring me that fish, bread. Huh? Unreasonable. Goofy. <laughs> and yet when the Lord makes an unreasonable request according to his word, it's a doorway into the supernatural. Now, I'm not, I'm not telling you that you can come up with some, you know, I've decided that if I walk out of here and, and jump off the building that, you know, I'm going to be safe. That's not reasonable and that's not according to the word of God. Do you understand? So I don't care. It's not how unreasonable you can become. It's when the word and when the presence of the Lord. And, and I, I realize that, you know, we are so blessed today because we have each other. We have the body and we have other members of the body and we have people that, you know, we can check because, you know, I can say, man, I just had this feeling. I had this feeling that I need to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever it is. And you have a pastor, you have people that you can go to and say, pray with me. Is this really God or am I, did I eat too much cauliflower or what, what's going on? And yet, and then, you know, I want to find it in the word of the Lord. But just look at this one story and then we'll stop for the night. First Kings, the 17th chapter. You remember the, the prophet says, okay, it's not going to rain. And so the Lord told him, go hide by the brook Cherith and the ravens are going to feed you. Now, that was great until guess what happened? The Lord messed up and the brook dried up. And the ravens quit coming. Now that's, why would, you know, why would the ravens quit coming? I mean, there weren't trees around there. I don't know. And so the brook dries up, and now the word of the Lord comes to him. And what does the word of the Lord say the next time? Go to Zarephath. And he goes to Zarephath, and it says, go fetch me a little water. It says, there's going to be a lady there. Go tell her to fetch you a little water. She was preaching with me this morning. She's trying to preach it with me again tonight. So anyway... 
go get me a little water. Well, guess what? This lady goes and gets him water. And, you know, that's in one sense a little unreasonable. And then the prophet calls out after her when she turns to get him water. And what does the prophet say to her? Oh, by the way, when you go get me a water, make me a little cake. What's amazing about the story is at that moment the lady could have sidestepped the issue. She could have not been real. She could have covered up. She could have not let anybody know that she was at sort of the last legs. She could have just simply said, well, I don't really know you. My husband wouldn't want me. I mean, she could have lied. She could have said, my husband wouldn't want me to serve you. I, I'm sorry. You need to ask somebody else. She could have avoided the whole issue. But this man was being unreasonable. And she was very honest. She simply said, I'm sorry, sir, but you don't understand. I got just a little bit of oil and a little bit of meal, and I'm fixing to make a cake for my son and I, and we're fixing to die. And I really can't offer you any. And <laughs> her response was so genuine and so transparent and so real. You know, it does no good to try to fake God out. Right. You know, well, Lord, I don't know if I really want to blah, blah, blah. Be real with God. You know, be real with the word, the presence of Almighty God. You know, you can come in and pretend, and I realize, you know, we can fake each other out. But <clears throat> she was very real. And the prophet turns to her and says it like this. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day the Lord sends rain upon the earth. Now, will I obey that or will I just walk off and say, I met this guy who's had a sunstroke. But when he invoked the name of the Lord, the word, now they didn't have Bibles like we have. So they accepted, she accepted that that was indeed the word of God. She accepted. Now, I'm not telling you today, I don't want you to accept anybody's word that says it's the word of God unless it lines up with the word of God. Because we have the word of God. I don't care if me or anybody else says something that does not line up with this. I'm unreasonable. This is reasonable. You understand? But she accepted that as the word of God, and the Bible says she went and did according, notice the, the use of these words, she went and did according, oh, went too far, sorry, to the 
saying of Elijah, and, sh and she and he and her house did eat many days. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. When she lined up to the word, even though it didn't seem logical, it was logicos because it was reasonable. And they all ate. Now, even though she had that word, even though she had that miracle, even though you've had a miracle in your life and I've had miracles in my life, guess what? That doesn't mean you never need another one. You know, some people think, okay, when I serve God, I'll never have another problem. I'll never have another need for a miracle. Uh, hang on, you probably will need another miracle. And it wasn't too many days later, and you read just after the 17th verse, I mean, after the 16th verse was, it came to, it says verse 17, and it came to pass after this things that the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, fell sick, and his sickness was so sore that there was no breath left in him. And she said unto Elijah, What have I to do with thee, O thou man of God? Art thou come unto me to call my sin to remembrance and to slay my son? I don't know what all she meant by that, how loaded that was, but basically, she basically felt and thought like somehow the Lord has not answered me. And Elijah goes in, stretches himself on the child three times, and cries unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come unto him again. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came in unto him again, and he revived. And the woman said unto Elijah, Now by this I know that thou art a man of God, and that the word of the Lord in thy mouth is truth. And I know, that's why we have Bible studies, that's why we teach Bible studies, that's why... We have special Bible studies on Monday and Wednesday and we word and you sit here so kindly as I pound you with the word because I want you to understand this is what's reasonable. This is what's reasonable. If it's in here, it's reasonable. Yeah. The Bible says forsake not the assembling of yourselves. The Bible says love one another. The Bible says pray for one another. The Bible says this is what's reasonable. Yeah. And in this hour... I want you to know that the enemy will try to let you see anything in that you can to use your own logic as opposed to this. Yeah. <laughs> and we are facing, <clears throat> I don't know what will happen this next year. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I, I really don't. I, I have just come from Malaysia where they arrested a man for <coughs> saying he supported Israel. It's a Muslim country. has sultans. I, I, I 
the world is polarized. Blurb came on my phone that China has just launched the technology to send a nuclear missile around the world at supersonic speed. And they had a missile test today. Are you afraid? No. Are you worried? No. Because I'm going to tell you, I've been reasonable. The Lord told me it's going to be all right. I'm going to have a church. I'm going to have a people that love me and look for me and are alive and well when I come back. You say, well, but <laughs> I, I deserve, just a minute, is it in here? If it's not, you're not being reasonable. Well, but I want, is it reasonable? But I think I beseech you, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies according to the Word of God. That's it. Anything else? And I know, I... <clears throat> my grandchildren have never hit me with that word, but I will say that seems like in my own memory that maybe my own children did. Dad, be reasonable. Maybe you've never heard that before, but just be reasonable. Next time they say it, say, this is what's reasonable. That's why I want you to be reasonable. If it's not here, I'm sorry. This is how you line up your reasoning. If anything is out of this, it's not reasonable. <laughs> Will you say, Pastor, I'm going to be reasonable this year. I'm going to get into the word of the Lord because I want this to be what controls my mind. When your mind is overrun, when you start worrying about everything, just be reasonable and you'll feel the peace of God. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Let's come. In fact, let's just come. Take a moment. Oh, hallelujah. Let's just love him for a moment. Lord, we love you. Thank you for your word. Keep our hearts and minds this year. We want to be reasonable. We know sometimes you've asked us to do things that don't seem reasonable. How's taking an hour, hour and a half on Sunday night going to help my home? How's it going to help my family? How's it going to help for me to give, to be faithful? to worship, to praise. Oh, Lord, I want to be reasonable. I want to be reasonable this year. I want to line myself up to your word. Hallelujah.